0: And welcome to How to Survive Your Life. I'm Molly Merwin, and I'm joined as always by Daisy Earl and Kaylee Cassidy. This podcast takes inspiration from the news, discusses it, debates it, and gives you top tips on how to survive everything. Hello, and welcome to How to Survive Your Life Season 2. How are you survivalist? Did you miss us? We missed you. How are you surviving? We hope well. It's been a few months, but we are back and we are very excited. But let's catch up with the girls, see what they've been doing. Ladies, how are you? I'm going to start just because, Kay, I'm going with Kaylee. Kaylee, how hey. are you? How is your... Uh, how was your hiatus from season one? Oh, good. Lo- lots,
1: lots of lots of different things going on, to be honest. But I guess the most current one was it was been Halloween. I know. And we had a blue moon once in a blue moon. Did you see the moon on Halloween? Yeah, it was
0: beautiful. It was, it was huge and beautiful.
1: Yeah, I've been doing a lot of star spotting now, so I can kind of see where Mars is, and and he's out there. He's very bright. And red, a little bit red. Yeah, but also it was quite sad because all the werewolves had been furloughed. So Mm, it was actually the calmest. Halloween there was. What did you do in the two months that we had off? Okay, so a lot of dating. Nice. Did that. And I did uh, a pottery. Oh, which, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Which is actually really, really funny because like all of the terms like turning and slipping and, and <laughs> pinching. And I was like, gosh, this is the most action I've had all locked down. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's, um, it's really good. I'm I'm trying to do poetry pots. So I'm trying to like make pots with Poetry in it, and I'm trying to make one for my mum for her Christmas present. So explain that to me. Like, would do? You I think like it's called scrafito, and I think grayson Perry does it. In he basically makes pottery and art, and his pottery uh-huh. that's my inspiration really from.
0: So, so did does he write it on a piece of paper and then like? or like you just something. freestyle it into the clay. Oh wow! Um, and
1: then you would maybe put slip over it. I don't know. I'm an amateur. I've only yeah. just began. Like the funniest thing was when I began this poetry course. Course it was called Poetry for Absolute Beginners. Yeah. So I go along and I can't even believe what people are making, like flamingo vases. And I was like sat there and I was like, ab- and there's only four people in the class because of coronavirus. They have to have smaller classes. And I was like, is this an absolute beginners? And she was like, well, yeah, but you're the only beginner. And I was like, I'm the only beginner. And she was like, yeah, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. I'm here because I know nothing about pottery. You're supposed
0: to tell me what to do.
1: I went, I made a badger, a clay badger when I was in year three. But like, I don't know (laughs) if that counts. And these people are like at the wheel already, turning and turning and turning. One woman's just like making this crazy big plate. And I was like, right, well, this reminds me of when I went to skiing for the first time. I think I was like 28 and it was in Andorra. And I was the only one in my group that had never skied before. So I did the ski skiing for beginners. And when I got to the slope, they were like, oh. I was like, where's the beginner ski school? They were like, it's at the bottom of the ski slope. And I was like, how am I going to get there? They were like, ski down. I was like,
0: I don't know how to <laughs> ski. So, yeah, I, mean, I
1: was very much triggered that memory when I went into my absolute great. Beginners.
0: Oh, I'm so glad we triggered terrible memories. Like, how did you survive your life? <laughs> funny. Memories. I think it's funny. I think it's funny because I
1: basically <laughs> rolled
0: down the massive <laughs> ski slope. Ah, oh, that reminds me the first time I went snowboarding. Uh, my friend just took me up. Uh, okay. It's, oh, God, it's been so long, but it was like you have the beginner and it's different, it, like the the colors are slightly different here, but you have like the beginner slope and then the intermediate. I didn't know the difference between any of them, the colors. She just took me up. And so by the time we got down, she was like, Oh, just so you know, you did an intermediate. I didn't want to like tell you. So she's like, You just did an intermediate. You didn't even start on beginner. I was like, Cool. I almost died. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> anyway, okay. Thank you, Kaylee. Daisy, how are you? How was your time off? How are you surviving? I'm doing all right. I'm also. I'm so
2: glad that Kaylee's been doing a pottery class because I really do feel that pottery class is where I picture Kaylee most and where I yeah. feel she'll find her people. <laughs> like yeah, I think totally. that pottery is a hundred percent where I think Kaylee would belong. You know, I I could just imagine you with like women who do a bit of pottery, play a bit of ukulele, you know, <laughs> some tarot card reading.
0: Yeah. On the and side. then there's poetry on top of it. Poetry yeah. on pottery.
2: Mind you, I always make fun of Kaylee, as you know, because that's very right. much our dynamic now. <laughs> but whenever I see, you know now, Kaylee, that you do those packs that you send people, they're like collages and activities and stuff. I'm so jealous because I really love the look of them that I want one. But because I've made fun of your hippy dippy ways for an entire season (laughs) of this podcast, I genuinely thought about messaging you and be like, oh, can I have one? And then I thought, no, I can't do it. I've mocked you. So much, I can't now switch sides and be like. But well, I would really like your art. Can you, you send literally it
1: to need to have one because I l- I'd love to see your collage daily Yes. I oh my God.
0: <laughs> You <remember laughs> <it> season
1: to... <laughs> one when you wanted to rip up my collages because you hated them.
0: I want to see what Daisy comes up with. Also, it's a new (laughs) season, Daisy. It's a new season. It could be a new Daisy.
2: New Daisy, fresh start. I won't make fun of Kaylee anymore. Kaylee, if you're thinking about doing any singing or interpretive dance this episode, I want you to know that I'm really going to try as long as I can to support (laughs) you and your creativity.
1: She's really going to try. Can I just say that um, me doing interpretive dance on the podcast would be like Molly doing a breathing exercise Uh, (laughs) at the end of season one.
0: You two interrupted me and I was going to walk us through that, talk us through that. But we'll never know. We'll never know. Can I just say... It's
2: still my favorite thing that's happened on this podcast. <laughs> I think it has been amazing.
0: Anyway. Uh, so beyond that, Daisy, Sorry, what did you do? Um, yeah, whatever. Uh-uh. You both are destiny. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> my, um,
2: my husband and I bought uh, an Oculus. So an Oculus is a virtual reality headset that oh, you yeah. connect to your phone. I cannot tell you honestly how insane it is. Like, It's madness. I actually love it though. Like I I didn't think I'd like it, but it's so much fun. I'm playing a game called The Wizard And in it, you get to throw like fireballs at these like monsters. So you're in a castle, you throw fireballs, you have like a bow and arrow and you've got these controllers. But because you're in VR, it feels so real. It feels like there's actually like a monster walking towards you. And you've got to like throw all these stuff at him. I Honestly, I get lost in it. I love it. There's a fitness game in it. And like I get properly out of breath. But because it's a game, I forget that I'm doing a workout because you're just like you have this That's um great. it's amazing because like you're meant to it's a bit like Wee. boxer size so oh. you're meant to like punch like you see these balls <laughs> you see these balls coming at you <laughs> what kind <laughs> of balls <laughs> oh it's so childish <laughs>
0: yeah. well, I hate it when all these balls are coming at me is it- like a <laughs> is it like x x-rated are they are they plump balls are they soft
2: balls so that's my Oculus. That's my, that's what I've been up to, Molly Merwin. You tricked me. I will not be answering any more of your questions. Let's get I to the topic, shall we?
0: To clarify. Now, Kaylee was shaking her head when you were talking about killing monsters. Why were you shaking your head, Kaylee?
1: Oh, I think I felt sorry for the monsters. That aren't really- <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think
2: she's going to say that. That's why I wanted to ask. <laughs> oh, Molly, I'm not biting. I'm not making fun of Kaylee this episode. So I'm not biting. I'm just going to go, well, that... Absolutely reasonable. Yeah, good. I mean, they're made out of pixels, but, you know. Pickles? Pixels? Oh, (laughs)
1: Oh, like the pickle ghost. (laughs) I don't feel this way for the pickle ghost.
0: (laughs) Uh,
2: We got very uh, surreal very early
1: on. What was it called? Surrealist Jibber Jabber, the name of my
0: Surrealist
2: Jibber Jabber, Yeah. (laughs) You're but the surrealist jibber jabberer, just you know, I think it's an award-winning hour.
1: Yeah, well, you you would.
2: You'll have that. a following, Kaylee, but they won't believe in money, so you won't get anything in the bucket.
1: <laughs> Dardaris, just coming yeah. for the yeah.
2: They'll drop little poems in, uh, you
1: know. I don't there need
0: you, a poem, you guys. Please pay my rent. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, ladies. So this week on How to Survive Your Life, we're talking about. Nostalgia. I think a lot of people. I'm feeling nostalgic about earlier this year. I'm feeling nostalgic about February, Mm -hmm. just being able to gather with more than six people in one Mm -hmm. place. I think a lot of people are thinking about what used to be. You know, about when Daisy used to make fun of Kaylee at Will. (laughs) I miss that.
2: (laughs) I give it about (laughs) twenty minutes, Moll. I wouldn't. Oh yeah, I know
1: totally. I feel like nostalgia is such a wonderful topic like the person who chose it I just I just really think it's such a good 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 topic who,
2: who chose that I, topic
1: I, I don't For know the I think
2: benefit of the tape I just loudly rolled my eyes yes well done Kaylee. <laughs> it's a great topic
0: <laughs> oh Okay. If this is your first time or since it's been a while to remind you at how to survive your life each week, we pick a topic as we just talked about this week. It's nostalgia. Each week, Daisy and Kaylee will bring three top tips and we'll go through three rounds where each of them will present their top tip. They will then convince me of which top tip was better. They also, after they present their top tip, there will be a rebuttal. I determine what top tip is better. I give points for top tips. I give points for rebuttals and I just give points for whenever I want to. Sometimes I've been known to give points to myself because I'm the judge That's right. On that note, let's get started. You both won last season. Or we both lost, depending on how you look at it. I say you both won. Okay, we're going to be positive. Okay. And you both won. And I know Daisy likes going first, and I know Kaylee likes going second. So Daisy... If you're still good with that, I'm going to have you start it off. What is your first top tip for surviving nostalgia?
2: Okay, my first top tip for surviving nostalgia is not to be tricked by nostalgia, especially when it's used by politicians. So when I was at university, we actually did a module on nostalgia, but I can't remember a lot of it, ironically, because... I was not, I drank a lot in university mm. and I did a <laughs> lot of, you know, I did a degree and stuff, but it was, a, I just don't feel I committed to education in the way I maybe should have. So, but some of this is, is sort of gabbled, remembered thoughts on that. And some of this is from uh, an article in the the New Statesman. So nostalgia is something that is used, especially by modern day politicians Although, I mean, in some ways it always has been, but very much now and very much it's the thing that the far right use uh, to an mm-hmm. extent America with, you know, make America great again, mm-hmm. the way the Tories used to have that campaign. And it was like, you know, Britain is like cricket and warm beer. And when we, the one thing I remember from university is that we did a analysis of, uh, this doesn't sound funny because it's not we we had a newspaper article where basically it was like The Sun or some other like shit rag. And basically they it was a, a debate about street parties. So it must have been some royal celebration and a council didn't want to open a street or something. But the way they presented this article about looking back at street parties, they had one photo, which was a street party in the like, 50s and it was this really pretty blonde woman with this man in a suit and all these little children at a street party and then next to it because it was in some borough of london they had a picture of three women in hijabs at a like horrible angle it was like a really dark photo and it was like a really weirdly positioned article as if these women were somehow responsible for stopping a street party when they were nothing to do with it. It was like, here's Hounslow today. And it was just, there was, but these two Mm. ideas, what racists and the far right like to do is make out that God, if you had been born in Britain, in the 50s wow mm-hmm. it you know it, it's like that whole you know with the american when they do that when people say make america great again and they they like what you mean is make it white again do you know what yeah. I mean and actually it's it's mm. really racist and it's very because but it's stupid as well because i always think the kind of like idiots who buy into that i just want to tell them like you know if you were born in the 50s you weren't going to be like Don Draper. Do you know what I mean? That wasn't for you. You were just going to be a dickhead called Dave back then as well. Do you know what I mean? You were small minded (laughs) now. You were small minded then. Like you're not, your life wasn't going to be that much better if, you know, there were, less multiculturalism in your country and it's also dumb because i think that type of nostalgia really loses a lot of context like i can't remember in the uk but it's something ridiculously late it was like the late 60s that you could still legally rape your own wife they used to, in a joking way, because ha ha ha. They used to. Have, <laughs> I love doing it. That was my pantomime laugh. They used to have like a. There was like common kind of. A joke about Saturday night being fight night, you know, that men would come back from the pub and beat their wives. You know, you you had that that kind of horrible horrible, and you had like awful racism, awful homophobia. Even if you watch like British sitcoms from the 90s, sometimes the homophobia and like sitcoms that you would have liked, like I won't name them because it seems a bit mean, but (laughs) some of them you watch and you just think, fuck me, who wrote that? And bear in mind at the time, most comedy writers are like left-wing, lovey types. You just think, Jesus, if you thought that was okay, yeah. what were the others doing? Because like, I just, like, I'll give you one example. Have you ever seen Men Behaving Badly? It's a British sitcom mall.
0: No, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. So
2: there is one... I Actually, maybe I have. Anyway, tell me about it. It's got Martin Clunes in it, the guy that's now in Dot Martin. And the most part is just harmless mm-hmm. and funny. But there's this one episode where they think Tony, who's plays Martin Clunes, Sorry, that's the character name of Martin Clunes' flatmate. They Mm -hmm. think that he might be gay. And honestly, the entire joke of that whole episode is just the idea that someone might be gay. Like, it's literally, it's just that really quiet yeah. kind of weird homophobia. But I can give you a, a fun fact because I feel this should earn me an extra point. The word nostalgia, I'm not asking for points this early, but I'm just saying, you know, the word nostalgia, I've done my uh, research, It's from the ancient Greek nostos, meaning return home, and algos, meaning pain or longing. So I just hmm. think people should question what home they want to return to because actually in many ways... Britain back in the day was kind of shit. So, you know, that's my that's my how to survive is question nostalgia.
0: Nice. Thank you, Daisy.
2: Kaylee, you're a battle. Yes, I think that
1: <laughs> this is difficult to rebut.
2: <laughs> I and did that on purpose, by the way, to mess with Kaylee. Because yeah. imagine if she's now like, well, I'm actually quite pro-racism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: And I'm not. And um yeah, I think that I'm not very good at rebutting, to be honest.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, oh,
2: <laughs> I want to give Kaylee a, a point just for being adorable.
1: One point to you, Cassidy. I mean, One you can't point do to you. That. No, no, no. I don't know what to do. No, okay. No, I did. It it just felt very nice that Daisy did that. But it did remind me of I was watching Everyone Loves Raymond. And honestly, one of the jokes in that for the whole show was just men perving on old men perving on young hot women for the whole show. And I was just like, yeah, so like looking back at the way comedy was, it's come so far. And I'm sure it can go even further. People like can't say anything. But it's like, guys, come on, like, that's, that's, that's nostalgia isn't it yeah you can't say anything anymore it's like well because we're all (laughs) a little bit more in tune with what is making people feel marginalized and shit
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And alienated. Yeah. It made
0: me think of Friends. Think about Friends. Yeah. You know, Ross's ex-wife was a lesbian and like good on them for like showing a lesbian couple, but also there was like constant lesbian jokes and gay jokes and just there's no representation of anyone not white on that show. Yeah. And you could just go on and on and on. And
2: I always think, you know, when people go, oh, you can't say anything these days. I always think what did you want to say? Like yeah, what yeah, is yeah. on the tip of your tongue that you're desperate to tell me?
1: Like, it's it's ridiculous. I can't cause I'll be canceled. It's like, you won't be canceled. You ain't yeah. got a Twitter account. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mom. No
1: one's following
0: you. <laughs> no one's following you. It's so funny. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Daisy. Thank you, thank you, Kaylee. What's your first top tip? My first top tip is well, I'm
1: I've got a little bit of spiel before I tell you the tip. Okay. It's called suspense,
0: yeah. everybody. <laughs> Oh, I'll write that down.
1: So the definition of nostalgia is that it's a sentimental yearning for happiness of the past. And in my first top tip, I'm going to focus on the negative side of nostalgia and the harming effects it can have on an individual trying to live in the present. So a bit like Daisy, who also
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, concentrated on the negative side. So for this, I'm going to use the example of breakups and let's just get stuck in, you know. Yeah, this just gets stuck in there. The past has a rosy way of rewriting itself. You don't know it at the time, but nostalgia's given you a pair of rose-tinted spectacles and said, hey, honey, want to borrow these? They're expensive. This nostalgia has long eyelashes, which she flutters and flirts with. You fall for it. Of course you do. But like, I'm actually just going to go a bit strict and say, don't fucking fall for it. Don't fall for nostalgia in... Relation to breakups. This rosy retrospection is lying to you in the most devious way. So Mm -hmm. don't feel nostalgia for your ex. That's my top tip. It's bad. Yearning for your ex stops you moving on and getting on with your life. It freezes you. And when a person is frozen, they can easily break or shatter. This is heavily tied up with the idea of the one quotes and unquotes. Often people can't move on from an ex because of the phrases like, but they are the one. And I've just never felt like this before. And if they are the one, then they'll come back to you eventually. But right now it's time to look forward, not back and unthaw. So there's a woman called Clarissa Pinkola Estes. And in her book, *Women Who Run With Wolves, she says how you can't freeze if you keep on moving. Nostalgia is like psychological ice cream, giving us brain freeze. Nostalgic memories in this context of breakups Manipulate our memories, and we might say or think things like, "Oh, but it was so good, and it was so nice." But "was" is the key word, guys, mm-hmm. because "was" is in the past tense. "Was," "was," and "is" is now. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, what's <laughs> happening? What's going on? So you can combat this unhealthy infatuation with the past by wrestling nostalgia. Take it to the ring and choke it so let's welcome to the wrestling ring people the nostalgia choker okay <laughs> just pretend that I've queued loads of dramatic WWF music right now okay We've great got, like, the, the fireworks <laughs> the <laughs> life everything's going on you've got the nostalgia choking coming down the nostalgia choke is the sister of the undertaker the brother of Kane the mother of China <laughs> she's she's everything I
0: honestly thought you said vagina and then I remembered I did you too. said it was China <laughs> China, you said China.
1: Yeah, China. So so the key moves of the nostalgia choker are taking out a bit of paper, writing down all the reasons why you and your ex were not good for each other and then just ripping that shit up. Mm. Ripping that shit up, everyone. Burn it, eat it, fart on it, put it on the floor and people elbow your elbow into it. So next time you feel nostalgia for your ex, remember there is a WWF wrestler inside of you and they are ready to take control and help you live your present. Footnote. I've got a footnote (laughs) for my... Top tip. If you are listening to this top tip and you have never had an ex, then I'm sorry for excluding you.
0: Kaylee Daisy your
2: rebuttal what a bleak little add-on for lonely people
1: um or or happy people because they've just never had an ex because they're in a relationship yeah
2: I would very much like to well I agree actually with the the tip I'm not sure about the words nostalgia choker because To me, it sounds like a fetish (laughs) item used by people that want to be whimsical. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just imagine a really misogynistic man being like, oh, come put on the nostalgia choker. So I can remember when women did as they were told. Do you mean, I just think that something... about the nostalgia choker that's just a disturbing image for me but I do actually really agree with the tip though but I would add to it that I think it's not even just your ex-boyfriends sometimes it's friends that you kind of grow apart from but you don't deliberately like because we're not 10 you don't be like I'm not your friend anymore we are falling out and then they get in touch and you've not seen them in a year and you think oh why don't we hang out anymore and then my advice to you is just spend like a small amount of time with that person because normally within about two minutes you go I've just remembered <laughs> why I never yeah. called you <laughs> yeah. you're the worst person I've ever met um so yeah, yeah it's a good tip actually I'd give Kaylee another point <sighs> too
0: bad that you don't do that
2: thank you Daisy thank you Kaylee okay do you know what's weird Kaylee I found that Annoying Molly by giving you points is even more enjoyable than trying
1: to annoy you. (laughs) I'm just part of the The game—the game that is Daisy's
0: life.
2: (laughs) Mm. I'm not going to win this episode.
0: (laughs) No, you're not, are you? No, you won't.
1: I like how—is it called insouciance? Insouciance. What? It's a word like it. I think it means defiant. I like how insouciant. she is what
2: a fun word thank you kaylee another turning me me on it's turning
1: me (laughs) on okay
2: (laughs) get your nostalgia choker out kaylee it's happening
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay okay ladies i'm going to award Ooh, so i'm gonna give two points overall to kaylee for don't feel nostalgia for your ex. I think it's so men and women were like, especially, especially like I feel like this could be happening a lot during lockdown. You're lonely, like oh maybe they weren't that bad. No, they were fucking terrible. I'm I'm sure, or they are not a terrible person, but you guys weren't good together. So don't put on those rosy colored glasses you guys broke up for a reason so two points to kaylee for that i also i am gonna give point to daisy for hers like don't be tricked by nostalgia from politicians mm. because in, like this is literally the best time to be alive for literally everyone not you know what i mean like trust me it wasn't that great back in the day yeah. no matter like where you live uh so a point for that i really liked kaylee's when a person is frozen they shatter did you make that up or did you seal it kaylee? i made it up Really? I loved it. Oh. I thought that was so, I thought that was so poetic. Oh, well, I'm glad because um, I'm
1: trying to be a bit more poetic
0: in my life. So that's good. Yeah, no, I Kayleigh, thought that was beautiful.
1: definitely
2: don't need to be more poetic, but <laughs> just putting that out there. Speaking of 28, which, actually, 28 minutes in, made fun of new record.
0: <laughs> I was going to say you, you lasted longer than 20 minutes. Remember you thought, yeah, I was going to tell you, Kaylee, the vagina museum. Yes, there is a vagina museum is doing vagina poetry. Amazing. I'll be there. Oh, I can't, yeah. but maybe anyway, it's online. There's a plug for them. Yeah, It's all online. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. But then I'm also giving Daisy a point for not just your boyfriend's friends as well. I think we all have probably had a friend or two or five that you're like, oh, they were really fun or, or oh, I really liked hanging out with them. And then you do hang out and you're like, there's a reason yeah. I don't. <laughs> so it's not just for boyfriends and girl ex-girlfriends. It's for friends as well. Okay. So going into round two, it is Daisy two and Kaylee three. Woo-hoo! And with that, Kaylee... What is your second top tip for surviving nostalgia? This is
1: my, I think this is my favorite top tip and you guys will learn okay. why soon.
0: So does that have to do with poetry?
1: No, po- mm, I nearly, I, I, I did have a poetry one, but then I rewrote it. So Thank no. You. Okay you're welcome she sent me death threats molly you know those i I believe it did a collage of letters in the post do not did you get the smashed up ukulele by the way because that took me a lot of time (laughs) um no actually that went to my old neighbor who actually fainted (laughs) and died when she received it so good
2: finally ukulele (laughs) being used for good
1: (laughs) Don't you work with old people, Daisy? (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Okay, so my second top tip is, well, again, a bit of suspense. We'll get to the top tip. At first, there's a bit of spiel. So the benefits of nostalgia are also apparent in other areas of life. So this is looking at the positive side of nostalgia. In a way, you are not harping back to the time you want to recreate, but you're enfolding your past and letting it infuse your present. I like that word, infuse. Let's see with that for a moment. Mm, Yeah. Okay, moving on. So, my second top tip would be let Nostalgia infuse you forward rather than hold you back. I read a lot of articles about nostalgia and lockdown. The one I will use from the BBC is called "What is lockdown good for during these lockdown times?" and BBC Bite Size says, "While everything around us may seem so different at the moment and perhaps unnerving, nostalgia can serve to remind us that we are still the same person. That fan who enjoyed those sporting or pop cultural moments the first time round when current restrictions weren't in place is still there." I personally miss dancing so much i miss going to Mm -hmm. a really nice bar or a club playing like soul and funk music and just dancing in a crowd of people getting lost to the music yeah i'm like so excited at the idea of getting sweaty at a summer festival whenever that might be dancing to krungbin and just losing the smell of my own fart in a crowd it's not that i fart (laughs) when i'm at these events but that's the sort of metaphor I'm going for. I really like the quote from the BBC Bite Size because it reminds me that I'm no less Kaylee because I can't do that. I can't go dancing. I can't go to a music festival, but that dancing and music is a part of me. Um, and right now I'm compromising that. I mean, I do dance uh, when my flatmate's out. I um, pretty much go for it. I think I'm a ballet dancer sometimes, but it isn't the same. I, I want people, loud music, and that flirty feeling of being in a crowd. Part of the same article, Professor Tim Wildschutz is one of a team of experts in nostalgia. Imagine that being an expert in mos- nostalgia mm-hmm. days. It could have been you if you hadn't have been so fucking drunk at uni. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so close
1: so close he says nostalgia increases optimism the past serves as a template for what the future will look like it reminds you of what was good in the past what you enjoyed doing the things you enjoyed engaging with and the people you love that provides you with a model of what the future will be like obviously we're not talking about the sort of past that daisy was talking about we're talking about more right. of an individual's personal past and i was thinking about like it Actually, sorry, this isn't my favorite top tip. My favorite top tip is the next one. (laughs) So an example of when I have felt benefited by this feeling of nostalgia is since we last recorded, I did work as a steward at a freshers event And that was during lockdown. And I did really feel for the students because being a student, you just are getting lost in new groups of friends and people and and pretty much starting a new life as an adult living on your own. But there's so many restrictions. You can't hang out with anyone outside your house. And yeah, I felt I felt I was the fun police. I was the one going over going, don't dance, sit down, don't mix tables, Mm. don't do this. And it was really hard because. I knew how free my uni life was. But then as yeah. I was doing this, I literally was getting memories coming to me, good memories of me going to uni. And one of them was, I nearly cried once when I a girl came in with her parents and she was like, oh, just go home, mum and dad, leave me. But they didn't want to because they were, you know, it was like they were saying goodbye to their girl. I thought about the time when my mum dropped me off at uni with my little brother. I think he was like six at the time. I really didn't want her to go, but she was like, you need to go, you need to make friends. And it was really weird when I like stood on my own in my new uni flat the first time ever no. living on my own and felt a lot of like nostalgia for that moment and how much I loved my mum and my little brother how much I would miss them and it just was a really special moment and it created a good feeling in me of being like look how much you love your mom look how much you love your family like it's that strong mm-hmm. sense there I'm gonna cry now talking about it it makes me feel really emotional <laughs> make fun of that Daisy <laughs> <laughs> I plan to <laughs> <laughs> Even though my blood turned blue from too many WKDs at uni, being in that situation allowed me to remember a time that I had actually forgotten about. And it boosted my mental health and made me feel so grateful for what I have. So don't be sad about what you can't do. Be excited about what you can do.
0: Amazing.
1: Thank you, Kaylee. Daisy, you're a
0: Um, Cassidy...
2: Does this because what she'll do is just a really sweet tip. so my only my only option to do a rebuttal is to look like a monster. So Kaylee, get your shit together, stop crying in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. She
0: just smiled
2: at me and made me feel worse. I'll try it,
0: Daisy. Love it. Great rebuttal. Suppress your feelings. Love it. Love it. Love it. (laughs) That's what we want to put out there in the world. Love it. Thank you, Daisy. (laughs) Okay, Daisy, on that note, what is your second top tip for surviving nostalgia?
2: Okay. So, my top tip for surviving nostalgia is to indulge nostalgia and take with you the parts from your past, like keep them like memories, the bits you like less, like less, like the most, and actually indulge it to the point that you feel you can let go what you didn't like. Because I think that nostalgia actually serves a really good purpose because I, like Kaylee spoke about uni, I hated university. So I don't think my mental health was ever worse than at my time at uni. And yet I made a few of my best friends at uni. So like the mum of my goddaughter, she, I met at university. I've got a few other really good friends. And I, when I look back at university, all I really remember now is like having fun with them and like think, oh, what a great time we had. I know in reality I deeply, deeply, deeply hated it. I, to put it in context, hated it more than Birmingham. I did not have <laughs> oh, I wow. have a big statement. I would have rather been locked in Birmingham than where I went to uni. I really but Daisy, didn't it. was wow. your uni
1: in Birmingham?
2: Imagine Definitely. if that was the <laughs> plot twist. It wasn't. That's why I hate it. No, it wasn't. Um, it was a shithole. No, it was actually, it was like a good uni on the you know, league tables or whatever in the academic sense, it was good, but I just, it was not for me. And I found it unbearably sad. I really hated it. But I made like three amazing friends out of uni. So I just remember when I think back, like having fun with them. And I really selectively remember my experience But I think it's a survival thing, because I think it's sort of you can't carry things with you in life. Like, I'm sure there were times at school that we didn't like, but when you look back, you just wash it with nostalgia. And I think kind of nostalgia washing is a really important thing to do mentally. Because when you meet people who don't do that wash, and I'm not saying like, you know, there's obviously limits. If you're like a burns victim, it's fine to be a bit bitter. If you're like, do you know what? (laughs) Actually, Daisy, the fire was bad. That's fine. (laughs) But generally in life, I think finding a way to clean up your memories to only take a few good stories and leave the rest there. I think that, you know, often therapists and I mean, this is basically me being half Scottish. So it's like suppress everything. But actually, I think sometimes it's okay just to be like, I'm gonna lock that in a box and I'm gonna leave it. And I'm just gonna wash everything in nostalgia and be
1: like, Do you know what? I had a great time. Great. I love it, Daisy. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Kaylee, your rebuttal. Ding, ding, ding,
1: ding, ding. Okay, so imagine we're in a wrestling ring with all the lights and then a little tiny old lady comes walking through and it's like, welcome to the ring. It's the nostalgia washer. Um, I think she's a good character. Yeah. That's my rebuttal.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Kaylee. Amazing.
2: Got, that's so funny because I got defensive because uh, that crescendo, I thought you were building up to like a SmackDown. Too. And then you yes. were just like, no, I just want to make a fun character. <laughs> Adorable, Kaylee. You have another
0: point. Oh, that's not how it works. Okay. Thank you, ladies. Amazing. You know what's funny is you both kind of said very similar things. Yeah. Very in, in like slightly different ways. It's almost like I didn't send my tips in advance and check we didn't have the same thing. It's almost like it's I was disorganized. that happened. Oh my God. But for this one, I'm actually going to give... Oh, they're both so close. So I, I do like both of them. But I'm going to give the two points to... Daisy it's it's fine Molly don't worry I'm fine I'm not gonna cry
1: like it's fine I know you will later but thanks for not doing it on the podcast Haley, keep it together I won't Thank I won't I, I I I'm happy for Daisy to get the point seriously I've turned
0: over a new leaf I don't do that okay. anymore <laughs> This is a weird season. I don't know what to do with all this. Anyway, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Two points to Daisy for indulge nostalgia. Let go of what you didn't like and you can't let things – you can't carry things with you, but think about the positive things and let that wash over you because – I think that can push you forward. Okay, amazing. Okay, ladies, that gives us Daisy four points, Kaylee three, as we enter round three. And Daisy, you will go first. Okay, so I wrote
2: this with Kaylee in mind. Okay. And this is some hippy dippy shit now that I'm gonna- Uh Oh Oh my gosh. In many ways, I'm ashamed of myself for what I'm about to say, because it's so meta, but I'm doing it because it's, it's a new season, I'm here.
0: I get it. I love it. I love it. Do it.
2: Nostalgia, the definition was a longing to like go home, right? Mm-hmm. So if you if we looked at it in that very kind of like more literal sense, I think sometimes people have a sense of nostalgia for the life that they didn't live and Ooh. never had. And I think it's quite dangerous, because I think from when we're children, especially women, you're conditioned to think that you are going to get certain things in life, because you do not have the concept as a child of a housing crisis. (laughs) You are going to live in a house with a Volvo and a dog and a baby and you're going to meet this man who's going to be like, hey, honey, when's, what time's dinner? I don't know why I want to be with that man. <laughs> it sounds dreadful. But you have this idea that you're going and you also have, we're very much encouraged to like live our dreams and it's like, I'm going to be a famous, I don't know, magician or whatever it is you want. Yeah. And then you kind of build this picture in your mind that you carry through life of what your sort of, you know, ideal self should be doing now. And then I think you do get a weird nostalgia in the sense of a longing to go home to a home Mm -hmm. that actually you never had a home where you live in this lovely little community and you've got kids and all the kids know each other and you all go and do trick-or-treating and it's like you just have this image of a life that's kind of got these white like picket fences that to be honest was probably informed mainly by like American films when you were a kid Mm -hmm. and I think Mm -hmm. at some point it really smacked me in the face that I may never (laughs) own a house let alone alone I mean I may never own a flat let alone a house and I'm definitely not gonna live in a house with a swimming pool like I thought I would because I watched (laughs) a lot of American TV (laughs) so yeah I would say be careful of the nostalgia for a life that you didn't have because actually your own life is probably pretty good it just doesn't
1: have like a sitcom filter or a laugh track you know
0: Great. Thank you, Daisy. Kayla, your rebuttal. No,
1: so I just got a call off Russell Brand, the leader of the hippie uh-huh. dippies. No, and says, you're no. are you're not joining. You're not joining, Daisy. <gasps> oh, good. You're- I would have been so much more hurt if you were like, you're
2: in, Daisy.
1: <laughs> he said that you're talking, to- or I said, actually, I'm not going to, you know, say that Russell Brand said this, but it's not nostalgia you're talking about. It's delusion.
2: <laughs> oh, is it? Oh yeah, maybe you are actually right, <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, I just saw nostalgia in the sense of wanting to go home. I meant in a more metaphorical, meta metaphysical, way. I was being meta Kaylee. Yeah, you're and you, it loped. didn't work,
1: okay? It didn't work, <laughs> it was bad. Go back to where you belong, to your home, as the one who bullies me, please. I oh, hope <laughs> you're no. taking
2: my role on this podcast. I love that you're now taking my role of bullying me, and it somehow it doesn't suit you in the same way, Kaylee. I don't think the dark arts suit you at all. Dark arts? No, I really wanted to play Snape. I know. (laughs) Everyone wants to play Snape, Kaylee.
0: Not everyone can.
2: You remind me. Do you know what you remind me of, Kaylee? You remind Same. me of my mum because my oh, wow. mum cannot be mean, but when she is mean, she's too mean and she doesn't get it. Like, she doesn't get that. Like, if you're going to make fun of someone. So, like, when I was little, she used to, like, to kind of soften the blow if she was telling you off, she would make it alliterative. So. She would be like, Oh, you're such a messy Millie, aren't you? Look at your messy room. Or you're such a dirty Diana because you've left these dishes unwashed, right? So she would just make these little funny things. And then I remember an unnamed family member who was female annoyed my mum. And my mum went, Oh, don't be such a passive aggressive polly. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mom, you just you just called her passive aggressive. Ironically, in a really passive aggressive way, <laughs> and that's the thing. She June has no um no balances in
1: check, and I think you're quite similar. So you know, so on a scale of one to two, mean, I'm too mean. Is that what you're you saying? just can't? You can't get the middle ground. That's what I think. I can. Oh
0: well, let's try. <laughs> We'll explore it later this season. Thank you, Daisy. Kaylee, what is your final top tip for surviving
1: nostalgia? My final top tip is if your friend is moping about the past, do a Rafiki and smack him on the head with your shaman stick. Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) Do you know the scene I'm talking about? No. No? Well, it's The Lion King, one of the greatest movies ever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm now going to read you the section of the the film, which is all about nostalgia.
0: I got to say real quick, though, I was like, can you explain what a Rafiki is? I thought this was going to be some, like, hippy-dippy thing. Like Reiki. But like Br- Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I anyway, just but now said, I'm with you. I just Go said ahead. Reiki
1: wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <I laughs> hashtag <that> dyslexia. <laughs> Rafiki, have you ever had that? Yes, it's really yes. good thing that like you know they just like go around your body and they put the channels around there. I don't know. I, I've never had Reiki. <laughs> I'm a bad hippie. Okay,
0: <laughs> okay, onto your onto your point, sorry.
1: Okay, so the scene I'm talking about is when older Simba and Rafiki are in a, a part of the Pride Rock lands. No, Mm. or somewhere. And Simba says, I'm not going back to Rafiki. Going back means I will have to face my past. I've been running from my past for so long. And then there's a long pause. I love the long pauses because it's always exciting what Rafiki's going to say. And then Rafiki smacks him on the head with his shaman stick. And Simba says, ow, what's that for? And Rafiki says, it doesn't matter. It's in the past. (laughs) Simba says, that hurt. And then Rafiki says, oh yes, the past can hurt. The way I see it, you can either run from it learn from it yes Rafiki isn't that great advice how did we all forget about that I watched that film so many times and I remember me and my brother and sister would always be like going it doesn't matter it's in the past but now we're doing an episode on nostalgia it came to my mind and I was like this has got to be in my top tip I feel like as as mantras go this is the top nostalgia mantra I'm not really a fan of mantras if I'm honest with you I think there's so many dud ones the mantra market (laughs) is just Littered with nostalgia-based sayings, and Daisy's laughing because, like, what I'm supposed to like mantras?
2: No, I laugh because literally, as soon as you said, I'm actually not into mantras. I looked at Molly's face that was like, um, I think you might be. <laughs> I think you, yeah. I think
0: it's really because really like viewers. Them. I'm
1: wearing a t-shirt that has a mantra on it. As we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> Case in point. Go ahead. So yeah, so some of the mantras that I hate that are about nostalgia, are like when your past calls. Don't answer it. Who says that? <laughs> People say it. I've never heard that one. I
2: have never heard that.
1: <laughs> the past has no hold over the present. And it's like, well, it does. Oh, yeah, it really yeah. does. You know, like, yeah, I mean, we me can't too. avoid it. It really does. We can try not to, but self help books are at the top of the market at the moment. Yeah. Because the past is making money. <laughs> My mum yeah. loves a mantra. She's got a mantra book. And so when, <laughs> if I ring her and I'm like a bit sad, she'll be like, all oh, right right remember we haven't had an impression yet daisy's no. done an impression of her mum. she's let like go. right wait one moment now let me just go and get the book and i'm I, <laughs> I, when it's full keely i'm going to give it to you and it's this big thick book that she's just writing mantras in that she likes <laughs> and so she's just she just reads them out to me and i'm like mm, it's not really what you want is it when you're feeling a bit sad like a load of words and also yeah. they just lose meaning after you've heard the 88th one it's like Whoa. yeah what 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 are all these now? I'm going to give this to you for Christmas, so you can always have a look at it. And it's like, well, mum, like I've got the internet, I could just Google a mantra if that's what's going to make me feel better. But no, to be honest, it's not going to make me feel better. I just I just want to moan. I just want to I just want to cry. I just want you to listen instead of just talking over me. But this, I think, the scene from The Lion King is not a shit mantra. I think it's a really good good one and it's wonderful advice and that's why I'm repeating it here because it's wonderful advice that's why I just keep saying it's wonderful advice um you know I think Simba learns from the the smack on the head because the next time Rafiki swings his stick at Simba Simba ducks and dodges it so it's active Active to do that. So you can run from it or you can learn for it. But I say let's learn from the past and move forward and dodge the blow.
0: Great. Thank you, Kaylee. Daisy, you're a battle. Controversial, but I okay. think Rafiki's a bit of a dickhead <laughs> because
2: I'm just saying you guys have been to my home. We've hung out together. If we were sat in a cafe, and Kaylee just picked something up and smacked me around the head. And I went, mate, why did you do that? And she went, it's in the past. Let it go. <laughs> I'd be like, you need to leave my home. Like, I feel that Rafiki has a fundamental lack of personal responsibility. I think he hides behind his sneaky shame and ways. And someone needs to hold that little monkey to account and be like, is he a monkey? I think he's a monkey or something." sort a baboo, baboo. Which is, I, I think, a monkey. Okay, I think they need to say, like, hey, you know what? Sometimes it hurts when you hit people around the head, and we are all here, all of Pride Rock.
1: We are tired of it. No, sorry, I couldn't take this. Hitting no. us around the head <laughs> and you then hitting us him on the head, Scar what would have is- been at large for way longer. So because we <laughs> can hit him on the head, Scar was defeated. So I'm not taking that. I'm not taking I it. think that, that is a
2: certain amount of gaslighting.
1: Because if you hit me
2: around the head and then you were like, Hey, you know what, Daisy, this is gonna in your bigger life, you're gonna be prepared for more stuff because I'm hitting you. I'd be like, just stop hitting me. I need to prepare myself for you stopping hitting me.
1: We've got to remember, they're in the animal kingdom. We're in the human world. So there'd probably be an equivalent, like I'd flick you. Okay. Thank but you,
2: even Daisy. if you flicked me, I'd be like, Kaylee, stop flicking me. But I wouldn't flick you
0: because I'm not a now. shaman. Obviously. She this wouldn't is... hit you, Daisy, because she's not a shaman. Cassidy has taken this argument to a level of silly that I can no longer argue Well okay. Thank you ladies. Thank you both very much. So this is interesting. Got some points to give out here. I'm giving two points to Kaylee for it doesn't matter. It's in the past because that is true. Whatever has happened is in the past and you need to forgive yourself or just celebrate that what happened has happened. Maybe it's a positive thing. So celebrate that and you may not be able to repeat it and that's okay. It's in the past. Learn from it. But I'm also going to give a point to Daisy because I... I gotta say, I thought it was rather meta and I really liked it. Nostalgia for a life you didn't have. And that could be in the way of maybe you thought you'd have a kid by now, or you have a house or maybe your career. And that's something that I deal with currently is I have nostalgia for a career that I don't have, or I never had. And that's okay. I think it also goes hand in hand. Oh, that's okay. okay. Yeah. I will get into, but no guys, uh, it's actually a really good thing. Cause I'm going through this journey right now of like coming to peace with myself mm. because I'm learning from my past. I think, again, it goes back from, uh, it goes back to what Kaylee was happening. If it weren't for my past, I wouldn't be who I am now. Mm. Yeah. And on a personal level, I like who I am, you know? Uh, I like
2: who you are. Oh, I Thanks. Do
0: Thank you. But uh, yeah I do have nostalgia for a life or a career that I haven't had and that's okay so what that means ladies is we have a tied oh no aren't you tired for a tie yep we have a tied tied show and so for the tiebreaker I'm gonna give you a few moments and I want you yes <laughs> to come up with your own nostalgia mantra and I'm gonna give you five four oh God three two and a half Two, one and a half, one.
2: Whenever you think of your ex, remember their horrible personality.
0: Okay, thank you for that mantra, Kaylee. Whenever
1: you think about your horrible personality, remember your ex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think I'm gonna give it to Kaylee. What, Justin? You mean? Outrageous. that's mantras outrageous mantras don't make sense point. <laughs> thus I, well as soon as i said i was like i think i'm giving kaylee an edge but i didn't mean to but that's the decision i, I made think, yeah do you think to so, come up with a hippy dippy mantra question
2: might have been slightly in Kaylee's favor molly do you, I, you know what i you I might I do. as well say, hey, guys could you just do me a spoken word poem with a ukulele in between
0: who will win i wonder <laughs> well that was my decision So, and I'm the judge. You do yourself an injustice,
1: Daisy. As you proved in your third tip, you can be meta and you can be poetic and you can be lovely. So just remember. (laughs) (laughs) I will not be. don't want to be lovely. (laughs) Anything but lovely. Don't call me lovely, don't call me nice. Do you know when you
2: Do you know when you are a kid and an adult tries to trick you into being good by telling you you're good going you could be a really good girl if you want to and you're like but I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt that
0: oh, And with that ladies we have survive nostalgia and Kaylee you are the survivalist of nostalgia Thank you. That is how to survive your life, how to survive nostalgia. You can find us on Facebook at how to survive your life podcast. And you can find us on on Twitter and Instagram at how the number two survive pod. Or you can email us at how to survive your life pod at gmail.com. I'm Molly. That's Kaylee. That's Daisy. We will see. We will see. We will talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Fe music buys us off.